Applying major pressure on me. We got five different iPhones, I'ma pick it up for that grill. Anytime they come around here, nigga, we ain't gonna let up on you. We're back for episode four. Yeah, I see us barely. We out here a little bit, I guess. We out here better than we could have been. We could have high key dropped one episode and never came back. <laughs> we could have. That's you know, that's just like our YouTube channel, shoot. All we did was put a profile picture up. <laughs> All that editing, we, we couldn't do it. <laughs> and we was in college, so it was like, nah, bruh. Ain't nobody got time for that. But yeah, so Therese, how have your last two weeks been? What you been doing? I've been slowly dying. <laughs> My back has been like on 100 the entire week. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here right now. My back is, is killing me. We were video chatting. I had to hard to crack your back. <laughs> The struggle is so real. Uh, and when I text you at 9 o'clock your time and you hit me back in the morning saying, my bad, I was knocked out. <laughs> that, that medicine was high-key getting me together. And I got every one of those hours. <laughs> well, Teresa, I hope you become a 30. Feel me, start feeling like a 30-year-old this week, you know, because I know you feel like an old lady. 30-year-old. Yeah, shoot, I would have prayed for 30 last week. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, being tired is the worst. Bruh. Ain't, ain't that the truth, Therese? Yes, I'm, you know, I'm living it right now, I know. <laughs> oh, me too. Don't worry, Therese. We both tired. Oh, okay. Boy. As long as we both tired. <laughs> but we can go ahead and get started if you want to say the lineup. All right. Today we're going to talk about the that football player, Kaepernick. We're going to talk about Chris Brown's shenanigans. Uh, we're going to um, talk about power, of course, because an episode would not be complete without power. 20-something and living without power is crazy. Really? And then, Krista has some good questions, an article, and a Bible verse. So, let's yeah. jump on in here. I'm excited. All right. First. Okay, so first we're going to talk about Chris Brown. So, apparently, Chris Brown held a gun in a lady's face and was, like, threatening her because she was taking jewelry from his house. Yeah, I heard that. All I know is I saw the police outside his house. Like, he really did something serious. Like, he had to be wanted for four murders. I mean, putting a gun in somebody's face is pretty not not call the whole six precincts out here. And it's a white girl calling. Yeah. But for real though, please. You know, they come running. This guy Chris Brown, I don't know who he is, but he's like black. 
lost his tattoos. <laughs> I need you to come get him. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's literally probably what happened. No, I'm just that's kidding. really funny, though. But either way, I'm definitely not about to act like I'm old. I'm going Chris Brown because I'm absolutely not. I am. I, I think that that girl walked into that house and she said, all right, I'm about to be seen. Make sure I look cute. I'm about to be all up on the Snapchat. I'm going to try and give me one of Chris Brown's Negroes, you know, try and flex on them. And then she said, and then, you know, she decided to steal something. She said, I'm going to take this. It's not, she probably steal all the time. You know, white girls do that. No, I'm just uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised though how many white girls I have met who said they used to just steal for fun. Because, you know, some people can get away with that. I know, right? Everybody ain't able. <laughs> That's funny. I'd be too nervous. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm just joking. White people don't steal. Anyway. Not every white person like, steals. <laughs> I was just kidding. Sorry. White people steal black people steal everybody. But right. she, I think she walked to that house and she was like, oh, I'm about to take this. This is nice. And then, you know, and Chris Brown saw her and he said, oh, no, nah. hold that gun to her face. You don't hold a gun to somebody's face. And then that's when she said, oh, I'm about to set this Negro up. I'm about to get this pop. I'm about to get famous out here. Oh, yeah, let's go. And then she called. She ran a TMZ. She ain't running mom and dad. She said, I'm going to go to TMZ. I'm about to get famous off of this story. Yes. Because, Chris, you know that's the first place you go when you feel really in danger, especially by a celebrity. You got to run where the money is. Holding a white girl, and I would have even said that too. Up, uh, holding a gun to my face. Now I'm gonna need a million dollars, or this is gonna be released. <laughs> That's funny. It would have been something like that. I'm not running to TMZ. What they gonna give me? Like a quarter? No, I'm just kidding. They probably give. They, right? They probably gave her some real money. I don't think they gave her as much as Chris Brown could have gave. But Chris, but, I don't think Chris Brown wants to give money for somebody. You know. True. He, he don't I seem don't like know. he want to do that. But I just, I'm not about to pretend like that girl 100% set him up because if, he, if it's any truth to the fact that he held a gun to her, it's like he let her do that. You Chris Brown, bruh. You you ain't no regular person. Like, you famous. You can't be cutting up like that and then think that, like, nobody's going to get that back to the press. Like, But at the same time, like, Chris shouldn't be letting no, no random girls in his house. I'm sure he thought, oh, these are bodies. We about to get it in. Okay. Like, no. Like, do better. But at the same time, like, she's really wrong. Because I'm pretty sure she knew I'm a little white girl. I'm a cute little white girl. I'm, I'm going to get this black man in trouble. And I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Because Chris Brown has a record. Like, I think she just assumed everybody would believe her. Right. Which, you know, I feel like the police did. But, you know, other celebrities, they definitely did not. They was I saw a lot of them talking bad about that girl and about the, you know, the fans and stuff that believed her. Like y'all really doing Chris Brown wrong. Celebrities were saying that though. Yeah, I saw on people's like uh, Instagram. Like who? You know, I ain't make a list, but I saw. Them. What list you know? <laughs> I thought that he was going to be like a Morion or something. But whatever, who cares? Either Maybe way, it was Bow Wow. He might have said something, you know. He liked to keep his name out there. Yeah, he probably did. Either way, though. I mean, that's funny. But, I I, I mean, I, I think it was both of them. I think they both need some counseling. And I think the girl was trying to come up. And I think Chris Brown just got an anger problems. So, I don't know. You can't mix them two. It's dangerous. 
know, you trying to plot a game and he out here, he, he really will kill you. So it's like, you know, right. girl, you ain't gonna do that with somebody else. You know, <laughs> Chris Brown ain't the one to play with. But for real though. Drake. Drake, you can do stuff like that to me. That's so sad. I love Drake. He's so cute. He's like he's like an adorable puppy. It's just like, aw. He's so cute. And you know what? The thing is, Drake looks like a legitimate man. So I'm here for it. Like, he looks like Mm -hmm. a man, but he's like sweet. I like that. Yeah. And I didn't know him and Rihanna were like official. So that's adorable. Official, official. So y'all go together? Like, go together, go together? Right. Isn't that cute? Like, we're in grade school. That is cute, though. Right. <laughs> Shoot, whose grade school are you going back to? Because I don't remember none of that. No, we definitely had that up. It was, it was, um, we be my girlfriend. They didn't have boxes. But mm-hmm. It was like, we be my girlfriend. I don't remember that. You know, we didn't do that over at my school. I don't know what y'all did at your little school. Y'all, Therese went to, like, this little... Oh! Uh- <laughs> Don't come from my my school. Then they those kids into our school, and you could just tell it was it was easy to tell well, who was the ratchet kids who went to her school. Cause we came back, we came to this little nerdy school, <laughs> and all of y'all just did, didn't do nothing. So now we're we're ratchet. Oh man, it was bad. It was drinking, having sex, all this stuff. You know, I didn't know anything about that though. When I when I was in eighth grade, I didn't. I only knew you know those couple people who'd be like, oh yeah, I have a beer every week. <laughs> I don't know. My, my little innocent ears wouldn't accept it. It was like, I didn't really... Right. You drink what? Soda? I don't... Right. Know. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't think they were really having sex at like 13. I, I really didn't believe that stuff. Like, But people would be like, no, Chris, they are. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, that's not real. Right. Y'all, y'all watch too much TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> they picked that up from Degrassi. What are you talking about? Seriously, y'all basically was the grassy. That's, that's who y'all brought on over. Please. <laughs> I used to think that did nothing happen. I'd be like, shoot, dude, I didn't go to school like those people on TV. I mean, about the name drop, but okay. You it's, none of them will be watching this. So, <laughs> I mean, listening to this anyway. It was literally a Manny. There was, there was an Emma. <laughs> and Emma, Emma was, she was innocent. Been from our school, but there was absolutely Manny. So, who was Manny? Just give me a first name. I'm not saying that name. First no. name? I mean, last name. Her name started with a K. And we're about to move Really? K and a G, absolutely. So, we're going to move on. <laughs> What's the next subject? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, the next part is about um the uh, Colin Kaepernick. The guy, um, the football player who's decided that he will not be standing for the national anthem anymore, which, you know, I believe in. If you don't want to stand for it, bruh, don't do it. And I really, you know what I really like about this whole thing, you know, is that they have that hashtag where it's like vets for Kaepernick, like, uh, United States veterans who are like, we, we, you know, we fought for his right to do what he wants to do. He doesn't have to stand for this. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate y'all. Oh, yes. I'm here for that. That's what's up. I know. But um, we can go back. So I'm going to play devil Gabby. If we go back to when Gabby Douglas did that, I'm just going to say that I'm not petty enough, nor do my eyes work that well, to have noticed that she didn't have her hand up. But I will say in that situation, I understand people being a little pressed off of that. Because... You know, you're in a different country. You represent America. It's like, bruh, come on now. They throwing our anthem out here. Can you, like, put your hand up? But 
That's funny. <laughs> but I, I truly would never have noticed it. And I know you were saying, like, you think she did that on purpose. And I really thought she just didn't drop it. She forgot. Like, that's not something you forget like girl please you know everybody knows what you do when you see the whole room i mean all the americans were probably doing it she wasn't she wasn't just like off in the days and she's like oh did i forget it no see, but that's real. like literally i would do that like i'm not even joking so i was like i could see me doing that someone's like christy your hand i'm like oh shoot you're right I definitely don't think that she you know she expected how much people would be you know have to say about it Right, because I've seen that before. I know I was um, with my friend one time, and they were doing the anthem, and she was. I looked at her like, "Girl, your hand," and she was like, "I don't mess with America that much." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I was just like, "I'm dead." So I mean, I understand it, but Kaepernick, I think, is really dope. Like, because he's putting his money where his mouth is, and yeah. I think that's so cool. Because like, I think his jersey just became like number one or something. Shoot, if I was and into wearing the jersey, I would buy his. I probably would get one. You know they say J Cole and um, and the one from Diving. What's his What's his name? Trey Songs. They both have had him on at a concert. Oh my man! Oh, that one was so nice. I love him. If you know J Cole, can someone introduce me? Like I will give you. Bruh, leave J Cole alone. I'll give you really good money. Like I truly, in my heart, it sounds crazy, but I really believe that he's my soulmate. Like I really feel it. It does sound crazy. Just so you know, it really does. But I honestly think that if me and him had a class, like we would obviously have been linked up. It would be one of two things: we would either get together and it would be like this ain't gonna work because we too similar, or it would be like, oh my god, you're the one. Because sometimes he be sounding like a he. I feel like his opinions they could just come out of my mouth. So it's like kind of annoying when you're talking to someone who sounds the same. Mm-hmm. But that's bad. Either way, Kaepernick is like donating his money. He's giving his money away to like charities and like Black Lives Matter um, of organizations and stuff like that. So I think that's legitimately dope. Like it's not like he just was trying to come up. Because before all this happened, when I tell you, I have never heard of him. I really haven't. I'm not Me neither. Person. He could have been. Other than like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Cam Newton and maybe like one other one. I don't know football players. So he's pretty big now. And I think at the first time, you know, you could think, oh, this might be a publicity something. He's trying to come up. But it's like, no, he's not. He really feels that in his heart. And I think that's dope. Like, I'm here for it. You know what, bro? Go ahead and sit down. I know people don't like it, but it's like, people don't like nothing. And race issues, just not something we about to sweep, sweep underneath the rug no more. Like, it's way too many black people in football and basketball for us not to have taken a stand a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And my dad has always said that. He's like, it is so many of us out there that if we decide to know, like, we're not going to do that anymore, we could, t- we could turn sports down. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of do you want to do it. Like, Mizzou football was dope. You know, that's my MIZ. <laughs> That was crazy because it was like all those black athletes saying we're not going to play. And it's like, I understand the idea of like, well, you're on scholarship. You shouldn't really be allowed to say that. But at the same time, it's like, I get this. I love the fact that those black men decided to come together and literally change what the university was going to do. Because they were not going to fire that man. But they, they fired him because of, or not, he didn't, he stepped down. They were, he was not going to step down until the university players did that. And I think that there's so many black people in this outrageously like, revenue high i mean high revenue industry of sports like bruh and the people that people go to watch are black we can do so much with that and i love that kaepernick is doing that like that's why it's so dope because you know like in music it's like we can do something but a lot of times the people who black people really listen to 
they their audience is typically black, but when mm-hmm. you are athlete and your audience is like white men, all these different people, I think that's crazy cool. So yeah, it is. I feel like. With him deciding that he's going to stand up for what he believes in, it's like he's making it easier for other people to do that. Or, you know, he's, you know, bringing up the conversation, as, you know, people like to say. Because, you know, he has people, just random people from different high schools and and colleges, they're like, you know what, we're going to do this. We're all going to take a knee during this national, national anthem. And, you know, that's, to me, that's really good. I... I didn't know that they played it. Do they play it at every sport like that? Because, you know, that, they had that one soccer player and she was doing it. And I was like, they play this at soccer games and volleyball games and all of this? Yes, they play it like every I don't do sports like that, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't do sports like that either, but I, I guess I go, to a, I go to more sports stuff than you, I guess. But, yeah, they definitely play it at most things. Mm. So, I'm here for it. I like it. Yeah, I am too. I think it's good. Um, and before we move on, can we briefly talk about the fact that, um, okay, so of course everyone knew it was B-Day. You know, everybody woke up on Instagram, oh my God, it's B-Day, saying happy birthday to the queen. It like was, it was the Lord's birthday or something. It's just like so annoying. And there was this one boy, he was like, I better get a happy birthday before y'all with Beyonce a happy birthday. And I was like, if that ain't the truth, like. Really? Y'all like, know me. <laughs> like, it's just so annoying. Like, the beehive makes me not like B. Like, the beehive is annoying. You do the utmost. And, like, Beyonce being a cocky person is justified, bro. Like, if she walked right past me and I'm like, hi, Beyonce, and she was (laughs) and spit on me, like, I can't get mad. Spit on me. Maybe not spit. Flung her hair and said bye. I would be like, I can't get mad at you, Beyonce, because, like, the world literally lifts you up like you're the most amazing person. They didn't hype you all the way up. No, but it's like, I understand when you have that type of head. Because literally, America does the utmost for you. And it's really annoying. And I'm just, I'm really over this. Not just America, because, you know, I was looking at that Snapchat storyline or whatever, and it was people from everywhere. All types of countries. Talking about some, oh my God, we love you, Beyonce. Happy birthday, Beyonce. I was like, y'all really doing a lot. That's just so like, you know, I I do like Beyonce. I love Beyonce. She's good. But you know, she's just like anybody else. Any other celebrity. I'm not wishing y'all happy birthday. I wouldn't even think to wish somebody happy birthday. I don't even want to wish people I know happy birthday. Why do you think I'm going to wish you a happy birthday? My God, you would say something like that. That's the truth. <laughs> I know. When I have to like that, you say happy birthday to people. <laughs> because. No. <laughs> really? Why? Like she, you're not living and dying off of this happy birthday. You don't really need it. Oh my god! Well, don't forget my birthday because that's literally the best day of the year. But and it's fine no, I think you have it mixed up with my birthday. Well, that's funny. <laughs> I think June 11th is a little better, but hey, hmm. June all together can go. But October is where it's at. You know, it's a Scorpio season. And Scorpios be crazy, but they say that about Gemini's too. So I can't. Yeah, don't they say you're two faced? Uh, they say they have two personalities, which kind of applies to me. But, um, <laughs> anyway, also, was <laughs> my girl, the woulda, shoulda been person I would be a stand for, Aaliyah. Nobody cares. We miss you. I love you. Why are you talking about Beyonce stands? Go ahead and finish what you're saying. <laughs> you know? 
maybe if Aaliyah was alive, I might understand the idea of why people feel an urge to be a Beyonce stand because I just love Aaliyah. Like, I get my life to her. I've been driving down the highway, like, yes, girl, sing it. She was sexy without trying, but she was still beautiful, and, like, she just did her. Like, oh, my God, I want her back. Like, can we bring her back? Like, for real, it's so sad. Oh, <laughs> it pisses me off. Like, I just, I'm hurt. I don't I don't feel that because I just don't know anything about her. You know, her little outfits, they were cute. But it's like she was cute. Like I only know that one song, Dust Yourself Off and Try It Again. Third grade show. That was my jam. <laughs> no, she's so I love her. I just I feel have you ever heard the like Beyonce Beyonce versus Aaliyah debate? Mm-hmm. And like if there was no if Aaliyah would have lived, there would be no Beyonce. I love to kind of think that. Like, but then I don't know. Like, I feel like he, cause she, like you said, she died in her peak. So, like, someone could have mm-hmm. been like about Ashanti. Like, Ashanti would have died in 2004. Right. I feel like your expectations are, <laughs> you know, they, they get higher than they would be. If you would see the person live out their lives, it's like, you know, if somebody dies when they're young, it's like, oh, yeah, he could have been, any, he could have been anybody, you know? Uh-huh. When at the same time, it's like, but he also might not have been. So we got we got to look at that too. Okay, negative Nancy. I'm being I'm real. I can't wait to meet you. That was a little funny. <laughs> like you gonna be scoping her out in heaven? No, I really will. I'm be like, so, so I, Lord, I know I just got here, but <laughs> point me to the Aaliyah section because we gotta meet. No, literally, it's gonna be like my grandpa number one. We gotta go see folks. Mm-hmm. Then it's, then I'm gonna go see you know some people who might have passed away within my lifetime. Then it's gonna be you know Aaliyah. After I've seen all the family, Aaliyah, where are you? <laughs> Hit me up, please. Oh, you're saying he 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 went before you? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) You know, men usually die earlier. That's the truth. (laughs) And J Cole, how he's not that much older than us, is he? Is he thirty? He's like thirty. Oh, I mean, that's still six years older than us. I mean, yeah, but it's like we could obviously die before him, and it wouldn't be like, oh my. Yeah, nobody's gonna be like, what? (laughs) They just took him in the prime. I mean, they would say that probably if we died, you know, at twenty four. So cute. Everybody's been taking such cute pictures right recently because Will, I mean Will, Willow and Jaden were also so cute. I mean, they look like straight twins. I know. It was like it was like those cheekbones. Did you see that? I was like, bruh, whoever did this. Yeah. Y'all look great. They are. That reminds me. You know who my favorite couple is? Is it Gabrielle and 
Krista, you already know it's not. You know who my favorite couple is? It's the Currys. I love them. When I say every part of them gives me life, I'm like, I love them. They put up a, a pic. It was like a picture, and it was like um, her playing basketball with him, and then him cooking with her in the kitchen. And I was just like, bruh, y'all are just living my best life out there, aren't you? Literally, she actually, I think she's seeing her. I forget about she be in front of restaurants. I'm gonna be here too. Like, I know. I'm like, girl, why are you living my life right now? Because <laughs> you got you got these extra cute kids at the house. I'm like, bruh. Fine husband, girl. Really? But for real though. And she's so cute because I follow her on Snapchat and she'll like have his shoes on. She'll be like, oh yeah, you see them curry looks? Just like talking about how good they look. I'm just like, y'all are just adorable. I know. So adorable. They actually do give me life. Because you tell me you follow her on Instagram. And I was like, I'm going to follow her too. Because I love that they're like so into God and stuff. Yeah. I'm just so here for it. Like, I want a man like Steph. He can look like him in everything. Like, oh, he, he, he can look like him, right? And if you could include the money, that would also be nice. <laughs> They're just so cute. Like, I love them. Oh, man. You know what? I might like them more than Dwayne. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna, yeah, I think I do. Because they're pretty cute. Yeah. I think I would put Michelle and Obama above them. Yeah, I would too. But they're pretty cute too. I don't know. Oh, and um, also, The Real is coming back on Monday. No oh, one cares. Yes. If Tamar's not there, I don't care. Oh, and I was going to tell you, um, so me and Teresa plan to go to LA, and I was going to hit you up and tell you that we should get a ticket, because we absolutely still can't. Tickets are open. Mm. <laughs> and I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't care. I'll go see it. Yes, first. But you got to stand in line. First. Oh, God. First. A line. <laughs> yes, to see my girl Adrian. Yes. Nobody cares about Adrian. I will be there for Lonnie. That's I'm it. Sure. Are we done with entertainment? Yes. <laughs> it's time for power. Yes. So, I just want to let everybody know that Tommy is my favorite character. He's everything. He's cool. No, he's not just cool. I'm not swearing. I like him more than Ghost. Well, yes. I like him more than Ghost. Ghost is second. On my favorite on the show, it's definitely Tommy, then Ghost, then the wife, then Tariq. Tariq, Tariq is at the lowest of the He's he above 50 Cent. No, he's not. He's a little above 50 No, like 50 Cent is below him, but like they about right, right by each other. That's right just now. because he's he's a teenager, though. He clowning. But you know, you know how mad I would be if I, you know, spoiler alert and everything. You know how mad I would be? If I found out that my dad was just sitting up here lying about what his life used to be like, I feel like it's one thing to tell your kids to do what you say and not what you do, right? Be like, I want a better life for you than I had. But to sit there and blatantly lie to my face about what you did with your whole life. You was out here killing dudes in the street and (laughs) you gonna act like that didn't happen. But the thing is, is that like, I feel like my parents. They, they weren't that extreme, but it was some things about them that they should have told us, like, growing up, but it was like, you know, it's, it's in your best interest that we don't tell you this. Like, we want you to have a better life. And I feel like I get that. I really do get that. Like, I completely, I don't fault no parent for doing that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like when a, when a child brings it to you, then maybe then you can say, I did do that, and I would never do that again. But, like, don't lie about it. You know? Right. But, at the same time, I don't think it's bad that he doesn't know. Like, but I mean, Ghost, he they, he made it sound like Ghost made up a whole fake little childhood. 
That is just so weird to me. Yeah, I mean, he said that used to be his dad's old neighborhood. Right. Like, so it's not like completely lying, but it's just, I don't know. It's, but Tariq, he has been, he has been, been wild. Like, he been, like, I mean, it's like, I understand the idea of you being young and innocent and, like, gullible or whatever. But at the same time, like, with some strange old dude, like, can we just also emphasize old? <laughs> really? Can we put a little bit of emphasis on the fact that he's old? Because, like, 50 Cent been hot since I was, like, pink. So I'm we don't know how old his character's supposed to be, though. But, I mean, I'm going to say the best box. Like, what's up? Look, at least 38. What? Out everybody old. I thought he was, like, 30. 30. Six. 30, 36, 38, whatever. He looks 50 like, Cent, I think he's 40. Because I saw him in an interview and he was like, oh, I'm turn, you know, I just turned 40. I mean, yeah, he's a good looking man to be his age, but yeah. despite the fact that if some old, old man walked up to me when I'm at the gym shooting some hoops at the, shooting some hoops with my 20 year old bro, I'm going to be like, hey man, who this old brother? Like, you like, about my dad's age. Like, so. He even said he used to be his dad's friend, so. Right. Like, no, you're not cool. Like, there's nothing that you can do to make yourself cool to me. You're old. I don't care if you got a little liquor drink here. Like, no. So I wouldn't have gotten no car with you. But for real, though. You're not going to coerce me into the car with, oh, you got to ask your babysitter first. I would be like, bruh, please don't play me. I know. I'll be like, oh, man. If you don't go home. Right. Now, if Dre would have said that, I would have been like, man, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. I would try to come off cool. Right. Because you want to look cool to a 20-year-old, but the 35-year-old, he old. Don't nobody care about him. Like, he's for real old. And he don't look 35. He looks 40. So it's like... <laughs> so the 40-year-old. Like, at all. So right. I didn't even understand that. And then 50 Cent was going to kill him. And I was like, this is... I got so nervous. Like, low-key, my stomach was like, please don't do it. He... It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like, you know, Tariq, he's not too cement into the story. It's like, yeah, he's the son, but it'll hurt ghosts. It'll definitely hurt ghosts. Yeah, that's true, because I really didn't think they would kill Sean. Like, I thought Sean was important enough. Maybe they'll kill uh, Tariq in the season finale. That would be crazy. It would be crazy. Tasha would be, like, really tore up. That's her whole son. You you remember on Scandal when... (laughs) You watched Scandal when Fitz's son was murdered, right? And he, they, Millie was distraught. She couldn't, I would be too. She couldn't work. She was like, she was walking around in like pajamas. In the, right. And nobody would say anything to her because that's, you don't need to say anything to her. She just lost her son. Yeah, right. You, sad. it is. I mean, I don't think they'll kill Tyreek. I really don't. I feel like 50 Cent is hoping that Tyreek is going to want to like team up with him and like take his daddy out. But she said, then I hate my dad. Right. I don't want my dad dead though. Right. So, I think it'll be like I think it'll be like Fifty Cent tries to get Tariq to do something, you know, to lure his dad somewhere or something, and then Tariq is eventually gonna be like, I don't know if I trust this guy, <laughs> and he's gonna tell Ghost, and then they're gonna get Kaden back. Because like the thing is that Dre is being extremely wrong right now. I have no. Nah. His nah. daughter is on the line. Daughter's like, life is on the line. Right now, like, you could just get everything out of Ghost. Because literally, Ghost thinks he's dead. So, Ghost is not suspecting that 
50 Cent is going to kill him or Kane. Like, he knows that he's not going to do it. So, like, anything, he going to, when you think something, when you think something is literally no threat to you at all, you're more likely to talk about it. Yeah. Versus, like, if he knows Kane was alive and he used to mess with him, he would have kept him at a distance a little bit. But it's like, I don't like that. Like, man, Goat really was trying to be, be there for you. Like, so I understand your life's in danger or whatever, but, like, you could have maybe tipped Ghost off. Like, I don't know. Like, you could have killed him yourself. I don't know, but do something, bruh. Like, this ain't, I don't like this, like, I'm gonna uh, pick his kids up and all this. Like, I know he feels uneasy about it, but I mm-hmm. need to do a little more. Like, just a little. Just, just, could you do just a little bit more? And I need Ghost to, like, go away. I just need, I need Ghost and Tommy, since they, you know, got over their argument, I need them to really come together and stop acting like they're together when they're not. It makes it sound like they're in a relationship. No, I need y'all to stop acting like y'all really friends. Yeah, you were saying something about Tommy, like Tommy's not listening to Ghost or something. It's like Tommy is doing, he doesn't care about anything. So it's like he's going behind Ghost back, you know, how Ghost used to do Tommy. He's not telling him what's going on. Yeah. Tommy's in there working with the cannibal, whatever his name is. And he's, Ghost doesn't know anything other than, you know, Ghost was sneaking up on whoever and he saw him. It's like, it's really not, they need to just be friends again. I like them friends. They do need to be friends again. But at the same time, I feel like Ghost don't. He didn't really respect Tommy. So I think that's why Tommy feels the way he feels now. I don't know. But to me, it seems like Ghost treats Tommy like he is like his legitimate younger brother. I was just about to say little brother. Right. Not, you know, we're both 16 and 17. No, like you're my 12 year old brother. Right, and I'm protecting you, but I still really, you know, I really like you. But it's like, yeah. I can't tell you everything, because you, you don't get everything. Which is cool. Like, I think that's alright. But at the same time, is I, it? I don't, I don't want to be friends with somebody who thinks of me as they little, they little sister. Girl, <laughs> you better let, let me work my stuff out on my, on my own. Don't protect me from nothing. These are so, two grown don't men. Don't you remember on my birthday when somebody said, happy birthday, little sister? And I hadn't seen her in years, and I was like, don't call me little sister. And you were like, oh, but you acted like she just cursed you out. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it sounds like something I, I would say. If you, you said, because I was like, I don't want nobody calling me little sister. Like, no. But she was mm-hmm. like, who cares, Krista? <laughs> but I, I guess I thought about it. Right. Nobody wants to be treated like a child. Right. Like, unless, unless it's kind of like you're like a mentor or something. But I, don't, I, think, there, I think Tommy is frustrated. He's frustrated that Ghost doesn't really, like, let him in on things. So now he's trying to go about it, like... Ghost don't want to tell me nothing. I ain't telling him nothing. But see, that's not good because the thing is, Ghost always does things with the interest of Tommy. Tommy is not doing that. Tommy is, like, leaving Ghost out because he's bitter or something. Right. He's not even doing it for his own, you know, interest. You know, he's doing it just to do it. Right. And And he's going to kill Lala. I don't think so. I think he will. Tommy, he reckless. I, at the same time, though, I feel like if they were going to kill her, they would have killed her in that episode. It seems like that's the type of stuff that they do. It's the end of the episode. They just would have shot her. You think so? Oh, true. Yeah, they yeah. might have been kind of predictable. Because it was apparent this whole season that Lala was going to find out. Because it'd be like, she don't need to find out. So make sure she don't. Right. Tasha, it's nothing else going on, right? No, girl. No, it's like too much. It's like it's apparent that she's gonna find out. It was kind of annoying, and I didn't really like the way that Tasha came at her because, like, she was like, "I need you to hide this," and I would have been like, "Can I get an apology?" That like, bag? She was trying to give her that money, wasn't she? I think 
it was something illegal. She needed her to like put that something. I thought she, I thought she was like, I want you to have this money so that my boss thinks that you're in on this with me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's not good. You're putting her in like, you're you're involving her in crime. Right. That was the whole point was like, I'm doing this under her nose. She won't know anything. So she won't be liable. But now you decided what? Because the guy found out you can tell her now. Yeah, Get your like, friend murdered on me? That, that she did, I think, or something. I can't remember, but she has to be involved in it for the cops' sake or something. Mm-hmm. I love need to go rewatch them episodes because sometimes I don't be taking everything here in one in one sitting. But either way, like I think that Tasha didn't really say sorry. She was really kind of aggressive, and then she said sorry went right before she left. But it's like, mm-hmm. girl, like you Tasha was making it seem like it was right? Lala's fault. She like, you know what? Yeah. I was doing this for you. No. <laughs> Like, I would literally be questioning our friendship if you did that to me. But for real, though. my shop. You really, you disrespected my shop. You put me in legal danger and you just don't care. And you throwing money in my face and just expecting for me to take it now, huh? Right. Okay, I see how, I see how it is. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything else about power. I'm going to say, I think that's, that's all the stuff I have about power. So, you were talking about Another show, I think, yeah. you know, Awkward Black Girl. What's, what's her name again? Issa Rae. I love her. When I tell you that that is my girl, and, like, you put me on to her when we were, like, in college, I was, I became obsessed with her and her life and just, like, her story and her come up, bro. Like, she has, she started on YouTube with some show, then it got picked up by, like, a YouTube production company, then she got on HBO for a new show called Insecure. I am so here for it. What is the show about? Oh, my God. It's basically, like, the same thing. It's I think it just has a little more of a, of a um, a little more direction, because she's basically, like, I think she's 29 in the show. It's like, she's living her 20, her last year, how she wants to. She's kind of letting loose, but she's still very awkward. I think she still raps in the show. Like, she's basically... Those raps. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I think she's literally the same character, and and the trailer just dropped. So, like, if you haven't watched it, I would absolutely watch it. Like, when I say like Issa Rae it is just everything. Like, I I I just love her. Like, I needed to see her when I was like nineteen or whatever age. It made me feel like okay, I'm not crazy. Like, there are people who act like this, and we're not like weirdos. And don't everybody don't have to be like perfect. And I love it. Like, I really love her, and she. Before she dropped her trailer, because, you know, I've been just following her. Like, I've literally been waiting for her. Because I think the the HBO announced they were going to have a show with her a couple years ago. And I've been hmm. waiting. I didn't think it was true. But, um, yeah, she put out a video before the trailer came out. And she was like, you guys, my trailer drops tomorrow. She's like, but let me just tell you, like, she was like, this show is basically about being, being a girl before she hits black girl magic. She was like, Black Girl Magic is great, and I'm so here for it. She was like, but at the same time, some people just like awkward, insecure black people. And I was just like, oh, yes. Like, I mean, awkward. When people, sometimes I tell people I'm awkward, and they'll be like, you are not awkward. And they kind of think it's like I'm kind of dogging myself out. But, like, I don't I don't think about awkward like that. I don't think of it like, oh, I'm such a weirdo. I just think it's like I'm a little offbeat, a little goofy. Like, I'm silly, you know? And mm-hmm. I just feel like... For black girls, that's not trending to be um to be like like that. It's kind of like you have to be like poised and very like all these different things. And she was just saying like how that's kind of like black girl magic, which is beautiful. 
But at the same time, like, she's, it's kind of like when I'm hitting my black girl magic. Because everybody not instantly a black girl magic. Like, you have to have that phase. And I guess, like, some people that phase is more of a lifestyle. And I feel like that's how she is. Like, she's just an awkward girl. But, I mean, she's still dope. She's still relatable. So, I'm here for it. I love her. I'll, I'll definitely look at the trailer. But I don't know about watching the show. We'll see. Are you joking? You, I just, what? I just love her so much. Like she could, she could literally put up a video of her singing a song, and I watch it. So <laughs> one of those weird raps. See, I didn't like those raps. I, I didn't I, either. I, 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 I would at least turn it on. Be like, let me see what this is about. You know, I love me some Issa. Like mm-hmm. I read her book too. It was amazing. Like, well, it was a good book. I ain't gonna say it was amazing, but it was <laughs> it was very relatable and, and good. But I'm mm. just, I, I really like her a lot. I'm very excited for her. And I'm happy for her come up. Because she's literally starring in it. That don't happen a whole lot. Yeah. That is good. And <laughs> I read in one of her books, she was saying that she gets frustrated with Hollywood because I guess for Awkward Black Girl becoming a show, which probably is, is the show Insecure, she mm-hmm. was talking about how they wanted to cast Lauren London as the lead. And she was saying how that frustrated her. Because it's like... Lauren is she London, the lead? She's the lead, yeah. But she mm-hmm. was saying that for something, maybe... I don't know, it was... Something where they were going to be playing opera black girl. Like, they were either going to be playing the girl in Insecure or the girl in the web series. Mm-hmm. But she, they wanted to cast Lauren London. And, and she's it's just not... like, I, I love Lauren London, but Lauren London is not, like, an opera black girl. Mm-hmm. So why would you... And she was saying that frustrated her, and I was like, that's so real. Yeah. Issa's queen. I'm not sure. She had the same level as Aaliyah. Love them both. Mm. Yes. I feel equal about them both. <laughs> It's so funny because you put me on to her. And I was like, I don't watch no show on the internet. That's weird. I think Casey showed her to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. She was I funny. Did, I think Casey can relate as well. Casey's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about that when I said her name either. I was like, right. hey, Casey. I don't think she'll care that we said her name though. Yeah. But no, she put you on to it. And then I was like, I don't really want to watch no show on the internet. But that show was just so relatable. Yeah, because you... Who doesn't want to watch a show on the internet? Why not? I don't, I don't really like trying new things. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. When it comes to technology, like, I'm not the one who has the new Snapchat app before it's hot. Like, I'm going to get Snapchat late. Yeah. <laughs> that makes you think about the new iPhone. Bruh, I might really get an iPhone. Oh, finally want to join the iPhone family. I mean, I just want my, my iPad and my computer to link up. And then I want to have some emojis, like the correct ones. <laughs> Not the Apple ones are correct, and so yours are wrong. Mine are wrong, like because y'all got new ones recently, and I can't see y'all boxes. I can't see some of y'all emojis. Like we was finally caught up. That's and you then, know I thought about that one day. I think you sent me something, and it was like a blood. Um, you sent me the orange lady with her arm up, and I was like, why didn't she send me the black one? And then I was like, it's because she didn't have the black one. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying, but I'm excited for the iPhone. But I think that's everything other than, like I said, the real comes on Monday. Turn up. Turn up. I'm excited for that, too. And I've been hearing really good things about the get down, and I really need to watch that. You should watch it. That's something I should watch. I've been watching uh, Stranger Things. Okay. It's on Netflix, and it's kind of like it. Okay. It gives you an X-Files, but it also gives you just like a a regular... Sick, not sitcom, an X Files drama with some kids from the eighties. I don't know. It, it's it's yeah. it's a good show. I never. It's a little scary for my taste, but you know it's good. I've heard that. 
Okay, I've heard about that show. Yeah, I'll put that on my list, which probably won't get watched for like a year, but I'll watch it in time. <laughs> yeah, put that on your never watch list. I mean, I'll watch it in time. Just like how I watch Scandal. It took me like a year to watch Scandal. It took me, it takes me a long time to get stuff to get to get the shows, but I get to them. Right. But, um... I guess that's everything. Huh? Yeah, that's everything. I'm, you know, my side of the side of the tracks. Okay. So, hold on. Let me grab my iPad. Alright. So, do you want to hear a more serious question or like a petty question? Is this first or first Which or at all? Um, it's like funny. It's like if you want to hear the more like, let's get a little deep real quick. Let's get deep first, and then we ended on a funny note. Okay, then I have a... Well, then let me ask my, my random question. There was a question on Yahoo Answers, and it says, what does a pumpkin spice latte taste like? This is not one of my other questions, but I had to answer this. And I'm going to just tell y'all right now, it just tastes like delicious. Uh-uh. I mean... <laughs> not giving them something that they, it can't even... You know, cinnamon rolls are delicious, but they don't taste like cinnamon rolls. I mean, it just tastes like a little bit of pumpkin, a lot of sugar, lots of sugar. A lot of sugar. <laughs> and nutmeg. Nutmeg and a dash of cinnamon. It's delicious. It's so good. I literally walked into a store. I was like, a, it was a Starbucks in a grocery store. And I was like, do you guys have the pumpkin spice? And she was like, yes, we do. And I was like, mm. I'll take one. I'll take 20. <laughs> and I'm on a diet and everything. And I, I'm on Weight Watchers. And I had to calculate how many coins it was. It was a lot. I could barely had a very small dinner because of that. But I was like, I had to get my pumpkin spice. You know, I need to get back on track with that. <laughs> I really do. Because, you know, they just taking my money and I'm not doing nothing. Are in a competition. You know, I forgot about that competition. <laughs> so, you know. So I'm going to win. Bruh. I've only lost like four pounds since we started. So it's not that oh, well. If you've only lost four pounds. I'm just saying. I might have gained 40 pounds since we started. So, you we know. definitely catch up. But, um, okay. So, the deep question. Okay. So, you've heard of Ashley Graham, right? Who? Ashley Graham. She's a plus size model. Is she like British? I don't know. She was the she was the first plus size model to be featured on um, Sports Illustrated. Okay, yes, I know who you're talking yeah, about. She does British. a lot of Forever Twenty One. She does, and they put her in the most drowning outfits. You say that about Forever Twenty One. Forever Twenty One plus size section be so disrespectful, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's like some um, of their clothes are really, really disrespectful if you think about it. They're okay. just like, girl, cover that up. Like, but they do have a lot of them. They have the whole back out, and you know how I feel about the back out. <laughs> it's just like, girl, cover the back up. Can you like cinch the waist in and let me have a covered back? Like, give me really whatever. But anyway, Ashley Graham, like recently, I guess she posted some pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And this this question actually isn't from Yahoo Answers, but I thought it was a good question regardless. Um, but she posted some pictures on Instagram, and she looks smaller. And I think she was smaller too. She was before she was like a size sixteen. And, and when she says sixteen, I'm like, you're definitely probably like a twelve or a fourteen who can occasionally fit a sixteen. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let y'all an H and M sixteen, right? You know H and M, they they put their sizes down. Oh yeah, H&M, but then it's weird because H and M tops fit me like perfectly fine, but their bottoms are like I don't know. It's weird, but either way, people were saying that she's getting a little slim, mm-hmm. and. My question was, 
Is it okay to say to Ashley Garam, where are your curves? That's so mean. Where are your curves? They're still here. Why are you you trying to play me? (laughs) Because I I done lost, what, 15 pounds? Yeah, I'm going to say she looks like a size, like, 8, 10, or 12. Like, she looks, you know how before I'm saying she's like a 12, 14, 16? I'll probably say she's an 8, 10, or 12 now. Or Mm. maybe like, maybe like a 10, 12, or 14. I definitely don't think she was 16. I feel like to me, that's just a question. There are questions that people don't need to ask, even if you're wondering. But that sounds like just a question you, you're asking to be, you know, rude. It's like, where did your curves go? It's like, girl, please don't do all of that. <laughs> and people were commenting on her Instagram like, I'm never, I'm not supporting you anymore. Like, you look a lot smaller. It was- oh, God forbid you decide to go on a diet. Like, <laughs> the world will end if I don't get to see you as a plus-size model everywhere. She's still not a regular-size model, so... Someone even commented saying something like, you know, it's always the, the mainstream plus size models that that become mainstream and then they lose the plus. And I was like, hmm. I don't I don't really follow modeling to know that. Right. But I thought that was kind of interesting. But I just. That makes me think about Gabby Fresh, though. She has absolutely gotten slimmer. She, she has. Like, to the point where. I mean, she's definitely plus size. Like, yeah, she is, but she's size. gotten a lot slimmer. A lot smaller. Like she used to be a little, a little thicker. You know, she used to be like a thick mama out here. Like now, she kind of like, okay, I see you got a little something. But before, she was like, okay, Gabby. But I feel like I'm not gonna play devil's advocate because at the end of the day, that question is out of line. Like, don't say to somebody, "All right, where are your curves?" Like, you don't tell somebody that. Like, curves are not. This is my body. I can choose. I can choose to have my body the way I want it to be. So, mm-hmm. like, if I wanted to become a straight stick. I don't even know how I would do that. But if I want to come a straight stick, that's my business. So don't right. ever say to me, worry your curves. But don't say, like, you know, when you're when you going to slim it in. Like, that's nobody's business but my own. But I, I I do understand. I understand when you find somebody who you follow and you're like, oh, my God, she's so confident in her body and in her size. And then to see them slim down, kind of like, it kind of makes you feel like, well, dang, should I slim down too? Like, is, can I be happy at the same weight? I just feel like it's so, I, I feel like, because, you know, I'm, we're both plus size. So, like, being plus size is just so difficult sometimes because one time, in one instance, I see these Instagram people, like, just living the dream, looking happy, killing the game with their outfits on. And then it's like, why can't I feel like this? But then another instinct, I look at a girl who's, like, so small, and it's like, is it bad that I want to lose weight? Like, is it right. bad? So it's just like, I, I understand where someone is coming from with that question because they're like, I finally found someone who feels confident in their own skin and I'm kind of leaning towards that and now it's like, you're, you're looking like you're trying to move towards losing weight too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, basically now it's become the thing where like, losing weight is like the enemy in the plus size industry. Like It's like you're weight. turning your back on us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, so she thought she wanted to, she wants to get slim now so she doesn't, she don't care about the plus size girls no more. more of a comfort thing like what are you comfortable with because there are, there is a girl who, who's on instagram not me personally but there are people on instagram who look exactly like me and they might think that they are amazing like they think that they are just killing it and that is beautiful but it's like if the same girl who looks in the mirror has her exact same body type and she's not content with the way that she looks and not because of like oh the media has told her that she's not pretty or like someone keeps telling her that she's fat but just because of the fact that she just don't 100% feel good it's fine to lose weight mm-hmm. we kind of have this thing where it's kind of like you have to like be thick and you're gonna be thick or it's like oh you're gonna turn your like oh so now you want to be thin like it's kind of like we don't like thin girls yeah you know? and I don't think that's good 
but and we and we almost like hate on people who either we praise them like oh my god how did you do it or it's just like she's so thin typical yeah it's like it's just it's just unhealthy like the, mm. our our fixation on the physical image in general is just so bad it's just so bad yeah. and it just kind of it just reminds me being a plus size model and loving your body is a beautiful movement and people kind of turn it into like we're better than you like real men like us you know and now it's kind of like when you become when you want to lose weight it's like you're kind of like oh now you think you're better than us like you want to be like the majority or something I don't know it's, it's just interesting and it's not the same but I kind of see the same thing with like people who are doing the no makeup thing mm-hmm. like that started as a good movement to be like oh you know what like I, I just want to embrace my beauty and not feel like I need makeup. Mm-hmm. But then now people are kind of like turned into a yeah. And I'm still cute without makeup. Right. What about you though? It's like That's you're trying to make the people who wear makeup feel bad. Like Right. That's where the problem is. It's like, it's not bad to lose weight. It's like, it's ne- that's never a bad thing. Like, why, as long as you're not losing it in an unhealthy manner or if you're not getting to a size that's unhealthy for you. But it's like, I understand. I get it though. I really do get it. But at the same time, it's like, it's not cool. It's right. Really and you shouldn't be so fixated on someone that, like, when they start losing weight, that you want to, like, not follow them anymore. Yeah. And it's just, ugh. But I get the frustration. Kind of. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I definitely get it. I know. It's sad. It makes me kind of sad, though. <laughs> That's funny. I just, I told you this before, but I really wish that, like, weight and body shapes were, like, or like our um, hair, because it's like your hair can be a little natural. I mean, not a little natural. It can be natural. It can be a straight natural. It can be red. It can be blonde. It can be long. It can be short. It's like, bro, everything works. Unless it's something crazy or weird, nobody's gonna really be like, really. It's kind of like, girl, do what you do. Right. But, like, nobody cares type, that much. Right. But body type is like, no. There's a very specific type of body type that people like, and it's not even. And Allison got to the point where even the girl who has it doesn't like it because she thinks that this body type is better. It's like, we're never satisfied. Like, no one's satisfied. So, like, I don't know. I guess I'm getting a little off topic with the question, but I just, I think that's where it comes from, though. It's just, like, no one's satisfied with their body. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily Ashley Graham, but, like, the people who are, were, who are posing that question, they're not, no one's ever satisfied with their body and even what they present to the world. So when they find somebody who, who seems to embody them, they can't even imagine that she would decide to, like, lose weight. And you don't know. Like, I mean, it could be a health condition. Like, I have no idea. They basically were saying she was a traitor. Mm-hmm. It was sad. It, this is just sad in general. Because I I went on Yahoo and just to find some questions about body positivity. And there, when I tell you I searched, I hate my body, I was, like, clicking. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me try and find some questions with this in it. Literally every single subject line, I hate my body for, like, three, four pages. I couldn't even... I kept clicking, and I was like, okay, well, this is getting annoying. Like, I'm not about to right. so I can find a subject line that doesn't say that. But, and then I clicked, I was like, well, let me try body shape. You know, maybe now this will be a different result. And then I got, it was the same thing. It was like four or five pages of I hate my body shape. And it's just so sad. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really devastating, actually, because, like, but I understand the idea of, like, just because you lose weight doesn't mean you're a sellout. But also, losing weight because you think that's what makes you attractive is not good either. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's just hard. <sighs> the body struggles hard out here. It is. And I was thinking that, like, literally, 
I lost like 15 pounds or something. I was like, you know what, Crystal? Like, I am so much more content. Like, the fact that those little 15 pounds really got you right. Like, and I was like, I guess that's what it was. Because I'm obviously still plus size. Like, I'm still real thick. But it's like, I'm con- more content now. So I guess you just need to find what makes you more comfortable. Like, that's all it is. Comfortable, but healthy. And make sure that the reason why you're choosing your body type is based on you and only you. Because there's always going to be somebody to tell you, oh, no, you just stay the same size. Like, you can lose a little weight. I remember this boy told me to stay the same size, and I was trying to lose weight, and I was like, you know what? Like, I like that he said that, but it's like, no, nah, Krista, don't like that. You know, that's not cool. Right. It's really not. Don't comment on my body weight. Shape. Anyway, Therese, I like that question. Yeah, that question was good. It was good. And you know what? If you shop at um, Forever 21, and you're tired of their plus size section, you should really check out Aldo. ASOS? ASOS. <laughs> I thought I was like, are they just buying shoes or what? <laughs> no, I'm tripping. No, ASOS. ASOS is everything, bro. They're they ASOS. really are, though. It's so, and, it, and it's like the same price. It lets you, every once in a while, something that's like really expensive, but it's like, mm-hmm. you can definitely try and cheap stuff, too. And they have good clearance. Okay, next question. This question is really funny to me. I'm curious what you think. <laughs> okay. Does, does my husband have good judgment? Oh, no. I know. Does my husband have a good argument? Wait for it to Okay. My first husband was the ultimate fix-it guy. If there was something wrong with the house, car, computer, etc., he would fix it. My parents grew to rely on him to fix anything that went wrong. He would never take any money for his work for them, even when it cost him to buy parts to fix something. Joe assured my parents that our divorce would not affect their relationship with him. He would be happy to help them in any way possible. This gave them great peace of mind. He did indeed do a lot of work for them after our friendly divorce. Yes, a friendly divorce is possible. My parents decided it was time for them to show their appreciation to Joe for all the years of help he had given them. So they brought him a car. That is when I had an unexpected problem. My current husband thinks my parents should buy him a new car also because he is family. Boy. My current husband has no skill to fix anything. He has never done anything to help my parents. My parents never mentioned Joe to my husband, and I don't either, but he keeps asking about him. I tried I tried to explain that they were that, that was just my parents saying thank you for all Joe's help. He is not buying it. He thinks he deserves a car. Does he have a valid argument? What do you think, If this man, if this grown man does not have a seat, are you serious? <laughs> You think just because somebody else's parents decided to buy somebody a car, you deserve a car? It's because you family? Did your wife get a new car too? It's not like they're handing out cars and they just decided, oh no, not one for Bob. It you was like... Let's huh? be, can we just go down to a petty level real quick? What? Because if I'm married, right? Bruh. I'm a fix-it girl. Uh-huh. And your ex-wife is still coming around fixing everything. And my in-laws decide to buy her a car. I'm going to be real soft. But you can't fix anything. It doesn't matter. She, that girl is not as a fan. Why are you getting her a car? Um, I, your husband didn't buy anything. You are not in charge of what your husband's parents do. I'm just... I understand. The, the person is not valid. They have no argument. I, t- I can see why they're irritated, but no, you don't have an argument. You don't get a car. I feel like the car should be taken back. Please. Like Please. <laughs> Your first husband then broke his back pulling money out of his pockets to fix stuff for those people. And if they want to show their appreciation by buying him a car, 
That's what they can do. You know, that's really sweet and dandy. They become friends over the years. I just don't have nothing for that, though. I don't like y'all buying her a car. It's like... Good thing you don't get a say. You just the the little wife. So I'm the new wife, and I don't get nothing. Exactly. Um, maybe you'll earn some gifts if you learn how to do something. You can earn a gift. Um, I don't have to earn, 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 I don't have to Yes, you do need to earn a gift from the parents. Well, then you need to have your husband buy you a car. (laughs) But his parents don't have to do anything for you. So you don't think it's a little weird that they're buying her a car? I think, you know, I'm just like, how much work did he do? You buy him a car. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's, I think it's a little different, but if they've stayed friends and the guy has really helped them a lot, I could see somebody being like, you know what, John, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember their names. So, I'm, you know, John really needs a car. And after all of the hard work and money he he's put into our house, I feel like we have money to give him a car. You get him, if you got him an iPad, I would be like, wow, that's really nice. But like. We don't know what kind of money they have though. It does matter. Shoot, okay. if we got any, if we got blow money type of money, why not buy him a car? Sure. It's just so much money. Like, even buying someone a Mac, the computer is, like, really friendly. But for real. A car? I would, if I was the husband, I would be like, you know what, mom and dad. Who are you know. calling mom and dad? If I was the husband. You know, right. You know, I don't believe in that, so no. <laughs> no, this would be my mom and dad. Oh, Okay. Like, if I was the girl, right? Oh, no, if I was the wife, right, man, I would be like, hey, my mom, y'all don't, don't, don't do that. Don't buy that boy no car. That's crazy. I would be like, that, that just doesn't make sense. But the wife didn't have a problem with it. Why y'all would do that? If y'all gonna buy somebody a car, you need to be me. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, we giving cars out. I mean, I need to get one first. But, like, Yes, obviously. I don't like that y'all bought him one, but I'll deal with it. But she doesn't seem happen, like she has a problem with it. And I would have a problem with that. I wouldn't. Your ex-husband is getting a car, bro? She, she said it was a friendly divorce. They're still friends. Well, we're not that friends. Teresa, my parents bought you a car. That's crazy. <laughs> That's real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like, you know, when when people are married, if, if my dad was at my grandma's house every day, just... Going to, going to work, you know, building stuff like that for years. And we're talking years. Like, my parents have been married for, what, 20, 27 years? And if he's been doing it for 27 years, if my grandma decided to buy him a car, I would still think it was a little crazy. A whole car? But, I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's just the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's just like, you know. Like, like grandma is real generous. My grandma would not do that. She would, if my dad asked her for like the money for a bill, like five hundred dollars, a thousand dollar bill, she would be like, give it to him. She would absolutely give it to him. Mm-hmm. My grandma would be like, that wouldn't even cross her mind. A car that's like two, twenty twenty thousand dollar car. My grandma wouldn't even give my dad a car. Like it ain't there. Like that's funny. That's just crazy. But if somebody get in the car, it need to be me. Y'all need to buy the daughter a car. No, the daughter. You better buy your own car. We are compensating him with this vehicle. That is a big gift. Like, it's a bonus. That ain't no bonus, bruh. 
that's 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 the saddle. That's ridiculous. And I'll be like, before if my mom brought that to me, I'll be like, Are you what? Are you mad? <laughs> that's too funny. Not are you mad? Like, you, you, you have must you really must have lost it. Are you buying him a car? Right, because you know I got a child. You don't get his car to her. Like he don't need no car. That's the deal. That, I just thought that was really funny, dog. That was funny. Shoot, <laughs> was I can't. E- I can't even imagine a husband really. Fi- you fixed your lips to say that you deserve a car. You put. You really <laughs> thought. You thought that out in your mind and said, "Okay, I'm gonna say this that I deserve a car." Why? What did you do? My, my husband, but I would. I would call you up. Be like, Teresa. This fool about to get his ex-wife a car. Or the parents. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Teresa, I should get this car, shouldn't I? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he would be like, no. Like, no. Nah. I don't understand you getting my ex a, a car. That's, that's weird. But, I mean, whatever. Bruh. Whatever, I guess. I don't know. That's funny. <sighs> yeah, there was another one, too, where the, um, it was, I was debating between doing that one or another one. Girl was saying that her boyfriend cut off her hair in her sleep. She she was saying, "Should I be mad?" I was like, "Yes." You should be worse than mad, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 man need to come up missing. Are you crazy? <laughs> Not you cutting my hair in my sleep. That's so that's so rude. Was it a joke? No, you thought it was too long. <laughs> you thought <laughs> you thought that it was too long. So uh, you're <laughs> you're gonna be a barber now. <laughs> If you had like some Brazilian weaving and they cut it, I would. That would make me more mad. I would have to hurt somebody. Oh no! Get get your credit card out. Get it out right now, because we're gonna go purchase me some more hair. <laughs> Since you you don't know how to respect people's things, you decided you just gonna cut my hair off in my sleep. I'm I, I need all of it now. Get the website. Right next day delivery, because obviously I can't go nowhere looking like this. I know they're calling it murder. I think it was murder, but I You know, I was in St. Louis, you know, mm-hmm. recently, right? And they were on the news, and there was a cop on there, and he was like, um, you know, because he was such a pub- public figure, I feel like people will come out and try to help us solve this. And I was like, you know what? You saying all of this thing? You know, they brought the little nice young cop out here, making making it look like he really cared. And I'm like, you know what? I don't believe you. I don't believe that y'all want to find this brother's killer because I feel like y'all know who it is. Probably one of y'all. Right. That's sad. I don't. I don't know though. I kind of. I kind of. I don't think it was the police. Who do you think it's it was? A, I. I think. I just think it was somebody who didn't like him. So just anybody. I don't know. I have to see my somebody brother. from the neighborhood. Yeah, I think it was someone who didn't who didn't agree with him or something, and yeah, they just wanted him dead. I don't know. Who knows? But if it was the police, it wouldn't be surprising because there's been a lot of those type of killings, but. The article just talks a lot about him, mm-hmm. and for people who don't know, because I know some people might not be from St. Louis um, listening, and it says, a 29-year-old man, so yeah, <laughs> let me read the story, Krista. Uh, it's, uh, oh, and it's actually from Flipboard, so, actually, this is Associated Press. Okay, a 29-year-old man who police say was fatally shot before his body was found in a burning vehicle near St. Louis, was highly visible, was a highly visible activist during protests over 
practice cutting up. <laughs> okay, let's just, I'm going to start right here. When Mike Brown was shot and killed by a white police officer two years ago in Ferguson, Darren, in Ferguson, Missouri, Darren Seals was one of the most vocal activists leading city progress across the city. Gosh, I'm so sorry. No, I apologize. Let me get my life right. <laughs> this ad, bro, that okay, that just really pissed me off. <laughs> it was literally a 17-page article, so I'll know it when I see it. Hold on. I'm about to get really mad. So how about we just get like a brief overview? Oh, I'm so mad. This article was good. You weren't about to send us you weren't about to read us 17 pages. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing. I have to read this. It wasn't seven. I was gonna read seventy pages. I was gonna read three. Ugh. Well, you offered to sit on, the, to sit on the podcast and have dead silence while I look for it. Yeah. I'm so upset. I had the link and everything, and now I'm getting okay. You should have printed it out, Krista. Go back, back to nineties. Print out. Print out oh, what you need. This made me so mad. Let's anyway. You can't go back. Let me take some notes on it. And people were saying that like. He was a very controversial guy, I, and I didn't know that. There, there were actually protesters who, who didn't necessarily agree with him, and some people were saying that he was—he was, he said sexist things, he said homophobic things, and I, I, didn't, I had no idea. But um, he made a lot of good points, and when he passed away, a lot of people were still saying, regardless of what, he, regardless of, I didn't agree with everything that he said, but he had a very good purpose. Mm-hmm. He was well, he was well respected. A lot of people were saying that. Um, that they, they just were, that he had a good intention. He meant to help the community. He was there to, he, he was there to uplift. And he made a very good point. And I want to ask you this question. He was saying that people are monopolizing off of the movement that started in Ferguson. And, you know, many have moved away and others have had built careers off of this. And he was saying that the people who were left in Ferguson who are, you know, or in St. Louis who are being, you know, racially profiled, racially discriminated against at all times are still suffering and are in our justice poor. And my question was, I just, I'm really curious how you feel, Teresa. I have an opinion, but it was like countrywide, Ferguson had a huge impact. But do, but do you think that it impacted our community, the St. Louis community? Like, do you think that that actually had an effect on us personally or like the city, not necessarily you, but the city? Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. I don't, I mean, I can't see, you know, I don't visibly see anything that's that different. I mean, you know, other than, you know, I think they have different people, a different person running the St. Louis, you know, the Ferguson Police Department. Okay, that's cool. You know, other than that, I don't really, you know, there's nothing that I know that's that different. You know, they still haven't built anything over there to where everything was burnt to the ground. But I just think this, that, yeah, I mean, the city is, the, the street is still a little messed up. Cause I, I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but I know it was messed up the last time I saw it. But also, like, I mean, I thought when they said that, I was like, man, that's good. That's why I need this article, Therese. <laughs> but I thought that was so good. I was like, bro, that is, that's, because countrywide, like, Ferguson is huge. Like, people talk about Ferguson here. Like, in Cleveland, they talk about it when I travel. Like, I met a girl in New Orleans who was, when I went there, she was like, you know, because of you guys, like, that needed to happen because now people are raising awareness everywhere. And it's like, I think that's so true. Like, the country is starting to take notice and say, okay, is there a problem? 
at least people people are being being given the option to decide is racism still an, an issue versus before they're like oh no there's no racism forget about that who cares like now they're being they're having to have a conversation they might not want to have it they might reject it but they they have to at least acknowledge that there needs to be a conversation mm-hmm. and and I think that Ferguson produced that which is dope like I mean it's sad that Mike Brown died like that is so upsetting and that never should have happened. Regardless of what the boy did, he shouldn't have been killed. Right. That's just what they killing us too fast. Like I said this before, but it's whatever. No, actually it's not whatever, but it's like you're killing us too fast. It don't make no sense. But literally when I think about St. Louis, St. Louis is still such a broken city. And I'm and I think the same thing about Cleveland. I think that it's I mean, a lot of cities are extremely segregated. You notice that like when the areas start getting more black, they move the businesses out a different way. The um it, it's just I mean the the people who, the, the inner city schools have no funding, but they still blame the schools for all the issues that are coming out of there, but the schools have no funding, and it's just statistically proven that when schools have more funding, they're more likely to be successful and have be better emotionally as well. And I saw, um, well, actually, no, but I mean, I just think that's really true. I don't necessarily, I don't think St. Louis has seen any benefit to this protest, if I'm being for real. Like, the city specifically i don't think mm-hmm. any, i don't think much has come out of it aside from west florson and that street being rebuilt up i just don't i don't think i mean yeah they might have like i think they're doing a better job to try and appeal as a diverse city and a bit but it's so segregated it's the, the the people who are mayors and a lot of them are not the people who should be it's just like it's still so divided and it's it's like it's st louis is just not a city where if you if you if you move there with nothing that you want to stay there. I think it's a city where if you have an education and you come there for a job, of course you can do okay. Like it's not like a small town. I mean, it's, it's a small, relatively smaller major city, but it's not a, a small town. But if you just come, like that's not a city where if you're broke that you move to and you can, and you think, and you're black and you can be successful there because it's just systematically, it's just not set up for you. And I don't see anything, any systematic changes since, since this happened. And that's why I thought that that, statement was just like wow like that is so true but mm-hmm. it's post it's kind of like the Kaepernick thing it's like yes this is bringing a conversation but it's like at the same time how is that affecting people on the personal level like yeah in my actual like household I mean I think that being a child growing up now as a black kid if I was a 10 year old child I'd definitely be more proud of to be black because I mean there's a black president like literally that's that's amazing like there's there's Beyonce I mean there's so many people to look at. Not there's and Beyonce. I mean, and, and you know, I, I when as soon as I said it, I wanted to laugh. But it's like, no, like for real, like she is a huge icon, and she's yeah. black. And that's true. I mean, when we were growing up, it was like Britney Spears, and mm-hmm. it's like that's cool, but it's like literally a blonde white girl, and Britney Spears is still my girl. Right? There's there's like, black people in in everything. So right. anything but that you really want to do, you can find a black person, and that can make you believe, you know, that you can right. do it. But I don't want to have to seek them out. I like that we're growing up now in a time where it's like there's more some some being black is more relatable than it used to be in my mm-hmm. opinion. But at least I mean I don't think I have to like dig for somebody like when I played I played softball growing up. So like for me to find a black softball player, I don't need, I never found one. I used to like the um the pitch Shandy. Can tell you her last name. Right? Like, like, can <laughs> tell you. But I was gonna say, do you think like, they know who that is? I'm just wondering. She was a pitcher. She was like a white girl, but she was really good. And I like following her. But like she um but I don't know. I just I think that 
that there is still there is definitely a better time to be growing up black in my opinion because you know you're you're able to see that being black is deep like it's not like something that you have to hide necessarily but at the same time like a lot of these things these movements that we think are so powerful it's like how are they actually relating back to the city and i'm just i'm really curious if a city like baltimore or like i mean cleveland cleveland i live in cleveland it's still a very racist city and other places like that have these same issues that they actually have seen like a, a an increase in the city race wise mm-hmm. because of these protests like i think the country is right i think the the so thing uh, what went on in ferguson helped other cities a lot more than it did st louis city. i see that too and i think it kind of helps progressive cities yeah and i don't think st louis is a progressive right city. <laughs> st louis is it's not there yet. It's not. And I think cities that are open to the idea of change, like, those are the cities that are taking note. But it's like, it'll take a while before St. Louis. Like, St. Louis is very broken. And I, I met a girl, and she told me, she said, she goes, the reason, she's like, I don't know what she did. She did something with this, the something with social work and, like, working with kids. And, and she was saying that the reason why she loves St. Louis so much is because there's so many problems. And she goes, because of that, because of that, there's so much for me to do and so much for me to get involved in. And I was like, that is so sad. This is my city girl. Really? She was like saying how she loves it. But low-key, it was like a backhanded slap to St. Louis. Like a backhanded compliment. Because it really wasn't a compliment. But it was just like, I mean, but I can't even get mad at her because I understand it. And it's just like, the article was just so sad. And it was it was inspiring, too, because I thought it was deep. And he was saying that people are monopolizing off the movement. Like, there are people who have never been into one protest, and they probably have made money off of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's a good thing. And I just, that, that was a different angle than people saying, oh, this protest is all of this. Because, you know, everybody wants to say that. But at the same time, it's like, this is still kind of deep. Right. So, yeah, that was a good article. Well, you know, I didn't get to read the article, but... But you gave us the gist, and that's all that really matters. I really didn't, though. I had, like, it was literally 17 Krista, years. we can't go back in time. The article is lost. It was, it's on Flipboard, if anyone wants to read it. I can't remember the title, but it, if you just go on Google and type in Flipboard, um, Darren Seals, it's a, good, it's a good article. And it wasn't that long, honestly. It was 17 pages, but it was, it was pretty quick to get through. Uh, I said, I was like, how are you going to say it's 17 pages and it wasn't that long? That sounded like a long well, article to me. It's 17 pages on a phone. So, I mean, it's probably like 10 on in a computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> That's funny. And the last thing I want to talk about is the scripture. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, if my iPad want to work right now, maybe I can get to it. Okay. Be calm. I know. Like, I'm like, really tired right now. But, Okay. Okay, so the article is about Mary and Martha. They were sisters, as most people probably know. And I'm going to read. It's from Luke, 30, Luke 10, 38-42. At the home of Martha and Mary. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a man, a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister named, she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the perceptions all the preparations that had to be made. She came to, to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Y'all, I mess with that scripture. 
because I like that too. I've I've definitely heard that. I think people have heard it too, and um, but it's good to bring back up. Yeah, like it's just because it's so good. I remember the very first time I went to church, um, and I heard that my this was a long time ago. My priest was like, you know, it's a part of you that's kind of like, nah, man. Mary should come in here and help me. Like, no, you know, Jesus, tell her that she's wrong. I know you're just kidding with me. Come on. And I was like, I think that's so true. Like, if I literally, if Jesus was my guest and I'm over here killing myself in the kitchen and my sister Kelsey's just cracking it up, cracking, I can see that happening with my older sister Kayla. Like, Kayla's just cracking it up, cracking. Let me get my life. Laughing with with Jesus. And I'm in the kitchen just like completely cooking, like trying to kill myself over this meal. And I was like, God. Tell her to come help me. And he's like, Krista, Krista. Like, she's doing what's right. And I thought that was really cool just because with that article, I mean, with that article, with that scripture, it was just saying, like, don't get so caught up in what you're doing that you forget why you're doing it. And that is just so real because, like, she knew that God with Jesus was important. She knew that Jesus was coming. She was so excited, like so excited to see him and so excited to make a great impression on him that she got so caught up and she forgot why she was doing it. And I think that happens so much. Like, even if you take that out of context with Jesus, you take that into your workplace or into your like talent or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, that's, and you, you start to get so caught up in trying to reach a goal or to do whatever you think needs to be done, that you literally forget why you started doing it in the first place. And sometimes that is truly the root to, like, keep you going. You know, like, that literally is what keeps you, like, good. And I remember one time I had told some girls, like, I was like, y'all, can y'all pray for me? Because my job is just stressful. And I was like, I know I need it because I need to pay my bills. And this girl goes, Krista, you need to think deeper. Like, don't think about the fact that you need to pay your bills. Think about the fact that God has you in that position for a reason, and that's what you need to focus on. When you focus on that, your job will become a lot better because your job will become, it will be more easy. And when you're able to say, like, you know what, I'm here because God has me here, and I know that I pray for this job and this situation that I'm in right now is exactly where I feel like I should be, and I truly believe that, so therefore I'm meant to be here. And it makes your job easier. Like, and I I think that that was just so real because secretly I kind of did want to say, nah, bro, like, mark the right. <laughs> Like, right. like, they're like, nah. Nah, nah, this ain't, this don't sound right. Actually, when I was little, I did think that. But right, I, it's like, why am I in here killing myself? And she gets to sit on the couch. Right, but she, I mean, because she, it wasn't like she wasn't helping. Right. Because she didn't want to help. It was, she was, she felt like there was something that better that needed to be done. And in Bible study the other day, they were talking about that verse. And she was just saying, she was kind of saying the same idea. Like, you just get so lost. And and you, you just get so you get so lost, so cut up in something that you completely forget that the source of this is God. The source, like what is what is I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like what is the reasoning for all this stress, all this things of turmoil that you're putting on yourself? And go back to that. And if it's not God, and if it's not God, if God didn't plant that seed, then you probably need to remove it. But or you need to get closer to it. Like, you need to identify, like, and I just thought that was really good. Um, yeah. I had more to say, but I'm really drawing a blank right now. But, um, yeah. Is I mean, I, I thought that was a, you know, a good, a good scripture. Yeah. It's Luke 10, 38 through 42. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good. She just, it was quick too. Just saying, like, 
focus on God. Don't focus on trying so hard. Like, I can't put that into context with something necessarily besides work, but I just feel like sometimes I, I stress myself out for the wrong reasons when really it's okay to not be stressed and to just have a deeper connection. There's a, there's a difference between being lazy and needing to redirect yourself. Well, there's a difference between being lazy and needing to redirect yourself. Like if you're lazy and you know, you just don't want to help because you don't feel like cleaning that's different. But like if you, <laughs> if you want to just talk to God because you know that that's what you need, I think that's completely different. Like there might be a day when you're like, I know I need to be at the gym, but cause I mean, I'm supposed to be losing these 20 pounds, but it's like, no, like someday you need that break. Like, and if you look at the root of that guy, is the one who tells God tells you to rest. God tells you also to work hard. So it's like if you're if you're if you're living your purpose, but you also kind of lose yourself. Sometimes you get distracted and you you just think, oh my God, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and then you just like forget. And then you redirect yourself back to God. God's telling you to slow down. You can feel it in your heart. You can feel it in your body. Like I'm off. Then it's okay. Versus, mm-hmm. eh, I'm gonna just skip the gym tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> like that's different. Right. Like, I thought that was good. I like that um, scripture because it makes you think about things in a different mm-hmm. way. But yes, that was everything. Oh, before we go, we wanted to shout out a podcast that we um, got to connect with a little bit. Um, think, what is it? What's, what's the name of this? I can't remember. Talk it out. Talk it out. And then also, there was another podcast we wanted to shout out. It was the Think Loud podcast. Yes. And yeah, we wanted to shout them both out because they both have um, been super super help, um, helpful, and they've shouted us out as well, and we just appreciate it. So, I mean, we love to just support each other. Super so super nice people, so. And their podcast, they're, they're both really good, so. They are good. We you should, you should listen to it. Who wouldn't tell me we'll club you if it wasn't good. So but for it. real, though. <laughs> and they're super friendly, I feel. like I, I And I love that. And, like, one of the girls even said um, from the Think Loud podcast, she was like, I love to help sisters support the sisters, so we definitely gonna help you out. And I was like, wow. Like, you never met me, and you want to help me, so we absolutely gonna shout y'all out. So, yes. You get a chance to listen. Um, or definitely subscribe or follow, not subscribe. <laughs> but, um, like we're on YouTube. I know. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> Hit the button below. <laughs> really? Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm so, oh my God, you are one of those. I am. I hate that. That doesn't bother me. I'll be like, you know what? Thanks for reminding me. No. Girl, <laughs> I know what that button is for. If I was going to subscribe, I would have done it already. Don't tell me. Unless your video is phenomenal, I'm not going to subscribe. Like, you're going to have to probably tell me. I'm going to have to watch a couple of your videos, and they're going to have to be pretty funny or some great hair t- tutorials, or I'm not following you. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Well, Therese, it is almost 4 a.m. in the morning on that East Coast time. Uh, 3 a.m. over here, Kristen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about that time. We got this young podcast in before the night was over, and I am proud of us. The night has been over. The sun is going to come over in a couple hours. <laughs> The sun will come up over here before it comes up over there, though. Kristen, I don't know what that's supposed to mean to me. It's like, late. You know, it's earlier here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but we have fun. It's always fun to record the podcast, so we'll yeah. be all right. So, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Yes, we can just, will the power, oh my God, will we have had the finale? I don't think so. Oh, too bad. Oh, maybe if we do it on Sunday, which we would. Yeah, Maybe. We we'll see. Y'all. I don't know. Right, I'm so ready. Well, until next time, talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.
You're my motivation. You're the reason that I'm moving with no hesitation. This yeah. is a big rich town. Yeah. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life. I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. 